Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and we're going to wrap up this week in talking about what is the essence of Christianity in uh, communicated so beautifully in the first letter of John, the Apostle. It's short, it's beautiful, powerful. I encourage you to read it. Take some time. It's just five short chapters there. Read it slowly. And uh, sometimes what, I, what I've done is like in my journal, there's key words that keep appearing like life, God's love, obedience, fellowship, the key phrases that are there. Kind of go back to them then and chew on them. Ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the interpreter ultimately of the, the words here. He's the author. He communicates to us. And as the recent popes have reminded us, you know, this is a love letter uh, from God himself to us. And this word is living, it's active. And one of the ways we are able to draw the life from it is to meditate on it, chew on it, you know, study it a little bit, you know, get a little information, you know, get a, get a good Bible, good Catholic Bible with good footnotes in it, plug into some of the good Bible studies that are out there that can be helpful. But just meditating on it, putting yourself in the context of it, seeing seeing John the Apostle talk to you as a friend, He's telling you what he knows to be true and what changed his life, what he saw, what he touched, and the brothers and sisters experienced there and how what God wants to give to us what or what he has already given to us in baptism and what we can expect from it if we walk in it, if we really embrace it and put it first and keep pursuing Jesus with all our heart, the transforming power of the new life begins to take hold of us and we, we get we're changed over time. And Christianity means change. Christianity at its core is a transformation of life, of literally moving from death to life, becoming and living out the realities of the new creation. Yesterday we left off with 1 John chapter 5. We talked about the testimony of God. God the Father gave testimony to his Son in many ways. And, and John's words are so strong. He said if God testified to Jesus and ultimately in raising him from the dead, he, he testified to him on his, at his baptism, he testified to him on the cross by vindicating everything Jesus said would happen. But he bore witness to his son. God the Father, the creator of all things, has made an offering to the fallen world that he himself has made. Free creatures who had turned from him and live in rebellion and separated from God. Enemies of God, he wants to make us children of God. He wants to bring us home to our ultimate happiness to ultimate fulfillment of our being and our soul. And he's made a way to do that. That's through his son, his most precious gift. And then Jesus shows us how freely he said yes to the father, how freely he understood. And he said yes to what was coming for him. And he needed to show the human race, not just show us, but what he did brought about the the fundamental destruction of the kingdom of darkness and bringing down the resistance of the devil. Put a time clock on it. There's a time coming when the Lord returns. It will be gone forever. And the new creation, the new humanity, the new world, under the reign and dominion of the real king, Jesus Christ, God's son, who, who he has made king over all the nations, will rule over the new earth, the new heaven and the new earth. He will do that. It's going to be absolutely mind-boggling. But Jesus said yes to to get from there to here, where he is now, he had to show us the way forward. He humbled himself by becoming obedient unto death. Friends, the human mind and the human will is really proud. 
we got a huge pride problem, not to mention a few other things, you know, like, you know, greed, lust, hatred, things like that. But the biggie is human pride. I will not serve. I'm on things my way. I'm my own master. Instead of saying, no, no, you're not. You're a creature. Your, your, your dignity comes from being made, created by God and loved by God. That's it. And whatever gifts you have, they came from Him. The question is, what are you going to do with those? You know, are they going to be for your glory or are they going to be for God's glory? And Jesus looks to us in our sin and our pride and He says, I love you. Now come follow me. I made a way for you. Trust what I have to say about what really matters and what the good life is and what will ultimately be crowned. We get easily seduced here, friends, in the world. I mean, it seems to get worse and worse. It seems to me, but probably as always this way, it just glitters more now because we have more stuff. But the idea that the real gold is the idols that are present in the world, you know, fame. Oh, wouldn't it be great? I was famous, you know. Everybody saw me. Everybody thought, wow, isn't he amazing? You know, I want to be like him. Power, really the big one to move, you know, pieces on the chessboard, to be the one who really is the master of the universe, changing the universe, changing history. It's just these things are so present in the human heart. Other things too, you know, lust and you name it. There's idols all over the place. The love of money. I want to be rich. I want to be rich. I want everybody to see how rich I am. And Jesus shows us just the opposite way that we have to make a break. That's why he had, he came and he had no place to lay his head and he died stripped naked on a cross, rejected, despised, all of that. And in that, Seeming failure is the radical victory of love. The conquering power of the love of God. Not the John Lennon love and, you know, the contemporary Hollywood love. No, the love that's in a person, his name is Jesus. The real love that humbles, lays down one's life for his neighbor in obedience to God. That's, that's it. And friends, it's hard to have an affection for that and a great desire for it until the Holy Spirit is beginning to change our heart because our heart does not like it by nature. Here we're in John 5, and he he, uh, he goes on to say, I, I read yesterday, you know, God the Father gave testimony to the Son. This is the testimony. It says that God has given us eternal life. His life is in his Son. Uh, he who has the Son has life. He who has not the Son does not have life. Christianity is this new life, is this divine life, this eternal life, this new creation. That's what it is at, at its essence. And this is what the church can bring to a fallen world that's that's dying and in need of life. And John goes on to say, I write this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God and that you may know that you have eternal life. John wants you to know you have eternal life if you've been baptized into Christ. And that is truly life-changing. It's a different kind of life. It cannot be accessed in any other way but through the Son. Now, the Father can give it through the Son in different ways, not known to us, but what we know, the way we know is this way, period, right? God knows who has not heard the gospel before they died. God knows whose hearts were responding to whatever light God was giving to them and moving. That's in God's hands. Now, one of the things that uh, I just wanted to end with today that's very insightful from the same writer, John, in his gospel, in the gospel of John, in chapter 16, 
he talks about the death of Jesus really reveals that the world was wrong about God and wrong and is continues to be wrong about God. I just want to begin. What What is the great sin in the world? Is the great sin in the world racism? Is the great sin in the world lust? Is the great sin in the world hatred, pride, whatever? John, the, the beloved apostle, describes the fundamental sin that's in the human heart this way. And when he comes, the Spirit of God, now this is the context, this is the, the Last Supper discourse, and Jesus is talking about going home to the Father and sending the Holy Spirit, the Counselor, who will lead us to all truth. Spirit that raises Jesus from the dead and said, and when he comes, he will convince the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go to the father and you will see me no more and of judgment because the ruler of this world has been judged. I want to just touch on those things first to just let let this absorb you know just touch your heart and mind today the holy spirit's coming has come to us in our baptism jesus sent the holy spirit on Pente- the day of pentecost a new way in which you know god upholds all of creation but a new way in which god's power is present the person of the third person of the trinity is present in the world this outpouring of the spirit on pentecost and the outpouring of bap- in baptism and the movement of the spirit in our time that the Holy Spirit comes and Jesus made a point of telling them he's coming and he's going to prove the world wrong. The world that's resisting God, you know, that's so proud and independent and wise on its own strength. Wrong about sin, wrong about righteousness, wrong about judgment. What does that mean? First of all, the spiritual core of sin in the Gospel of John, the deepest, deepest reality of sin is rejecting the word of God that is the son of God. The father's word for God so loved the world he gave his only son. Right? In the beginning was the word and the word is with God and this word is his son. The father's communication to his creation, the perfect apex of it, the, the height of it is his beloved son. And Jesus came to reveal the father and to reveal the condition of the human race, to unmask the world, to unmask the devil. Jesus did it all. The world is wrong about Jesus. Very few, look at the rejection and the apostasy and the turning away and all the excuses we have in the world and even in the church to not receive Jesus as Lord, to receive him fully as the only Savior, as the anointed one of God, the Son of God, and the one who has all power and authority in heaven and earth, the bridegroom, king, and judge. The world is wrong about him, and it's a grave sin to not believe in the Son of God. It really is. Number two, the Spirit will prove the world wrong about righteousness, that is, God's justice. You know, the devil thought he had a victory in crucifying and humiliating Jesus on the cross, a, a failed Messiah, a guilty criminal. It's just the opposite. In that foolishness of the cross, the power and the wisdom of God is revealed. The humility and obedience and radical love of the Son of God is what made us right with God. In fact, he's raised from the dead and vindicated. He died supposedly a criminal outside the wall of his own city. What happens? No, but he's raised to God in the eyes of God. This 
justice to God has been done in the love that's in the heart of Jesus Christ, giving to God what belongs to God. But God raising the son does justice to the truth about who Jesus is. He's not only true, his act of love has brought down the kingdom of darkness. His act of love is the power of God for salvation. It's the wisdom of God for salvation. It's the foolishness of God that absolutely crushes the pride of man and the pride of mind and brings about a new creation. Jesus is totally vindicated by the Father. And Paul says, ah, the devil crucified the Lord of glory. What a fool. Pride is full of foolishness, right? It's blinding. And third, wrong about judgment, condemnation. Was Jesus condemned? Yeah, by by human voices and by the devil, yes. But not God. What was condemned on the cross is the pride of mind, is sin, rebellion against God, and what was really condemned for all eternity is Satan and the demonic rebellion that he continues to seduce people into. The resistance of the world, the resistance of the flesh, the resistance of the devil has been exposed and it's been stripped ultimately of its power for all those who are in Christ Jesus. The devil's a liar, he's a deceiver, he's a murderer, and he still dangles the gold out in front of everybody and said, come, I'll give you everything you want in this world. And it's a lie. It's already been condemned because he's been condemned by the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, friends. Have a great weekend. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.